Life is full of awesome what ifs and some not so much, like unexpected medical costs. That's why United Healthcare provides Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans to supplement your primary plan and help manage out of pocket costs. Learn more at uh1.com. A lot can happen in three years, like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri Term Medical Plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget friendly coverage that lasts nearly three years in some states. Learn more at uh1.com. Roman Reigns kicked off this week's episode of SmackDown, and you cannot lie, we can lie, but why haven't you been listening to Pinocchio? We're well off track already, but the point is this when the head of the table is on the show, just feels so much more special. Also, hello, my friends. Welcome to Ups and Downs with me, Simon from What Culture, and you're like, Simon, why are you stood in front of a very strange curtain? Well, I am on one of my wrestling expeditions. I had a match last night. I have a match today, but as I've told you before, the Ups and Downs train never stops. As soon as the bloodline got in the ring as well, without the Usos, the ground started to tell him he sucked. Now, of course, Roman Reigns didn't like this because he wasn't drinking from a straw, and instead he was all like, you all must acknowledge me. Now, oddly, the audience kind of did, but they also kind of hated him. We then got in a time machine because Kevin Owens and Sami Zayn interrupted. And do not forget, they are allowed to go wherever the hell they want between Raw and SmackDown because they are the tag team champions. But once again, I cannot tell you a fib. I am so pumped for this match at Night of Champions, especially what is going to happen later. I think something's brewing here. I'm doing the Scott Hall fingers. Roman was also hilarious here because he was all like, oh, well, I'm glad you came out because I was going to tell you to get out here anyway. I was like, no, you weren't Roman. That's the equivalent of this. I'm really sorry, Steve. I have to break up with you. <laughs> well, you know what? I was going to break up with you anyway. The head of the table then started to act like he was already the tag team champions. And he basically told KO and Sami Zayn to get out of here because Kev is an absolute crazy person. He was like, oh yeah, and he was ready to fight. Reigns kind of freaked out about this, so he calmed it down when he turned to Sami Zayn and went, actually, I want to talk to you because do you know what the biggest waste of my life to date has been? anything I did with you. And I was like, man, that was just me. Sam had his own regrets though, because he was like, oh yeah, well I should have hit you with that chair miles sooner than I did. Which is when all of a sudden, we were talking about greed, because Sam was all like, well, Roman Reigns, you've always had everything. You think you deserve to be the champion, but actually, you ain't that good. And do you know who's better than you? Dun, dun, dun. The Usos. This then went crazy because Jay and Jimmy did appear from the crowd, and they beat up the tag team champions, and they turned to Roman Reigns like, did we do a good job? Roman was just like, no, you didn't. You absolute goobers. You ruined the plan. You ain't in charge. Why do you keep doing this? And stormed off. And he was so mad, he bumped into Sola Sokoa, who did not look happy about this. So all of this is going to crumble. Probably in Saudi Arabia. And I'm totally here for it. Backstage, Jimmy and Jay were still trying to reason with this man. But he was all like, I had something to say to Sami Zayn. I was like, man, you are a total psychopath. And again... This is all going to break down soon. And I don't understand how WWE keeps making this Bloodline storyline so damn interesting. But here's my plug. I am still in the socket. Don't even know what that means. Up. When Pretty Deadly debuted on SmackDown. Excellent. Now, of course, it's going to take them a while to connect with the entire crowd. Because if you don't watch NXT, you won't know who they were. But they're also taking on Butch and Ridge Holland. I was like, it's just like the British contingent. Made me smile. Elton Prince and Kit Wilson, though, were able to get over in developmental, so they'd be able to do it here, too. And Sheamus was on commentary, and he was all like, oh, man, Wade Barrett, it's really great to see you again. And back on the ring, everybody was just stomping on everybody else's fingers. I'm like, do we not understand how important hands are? Somehow Elton was there bleeding. How did that happen? But he did reach out to Kit, 
when they did that leg drop splash thingamajing they did. I was like, it's really wonderful. It was Butch who got the hot tag, and this was quite funny because Pretty Deadly was still basically on the back of Rich Holland when he did do this. But he ran wild, he started busting ass, but there was a little twist in the tail. Because after the brawling brutes started to do the whole 10 beats, as they looked over at Shane, it was like, Daddy, we're doing a good job. All of a sudden, Pretty Deadly were like, well, we don't like this. We don't want a bruised chest. They hit the spilled milk, honestly, out of nowhere, and they got the one, two, three. I was doing the dark of joy. I didn't see it coming. I am very excited about this, also because WWE's tag team division right now is fire. And when we are done with the bloodline thing, there are so many good tag title feuds we can get into. And mark my words, was it May 20th or whatever? Pretty Deadly will be a massive success. We then had our tribute video for Billy Graham and do not forget the influence that he had on this entire industry. Now this was very nice, it was very emotional and as always, thoughts and feelings with his friends and family. He genuinely will never be forgotten. Oscar was then back properly after this. She is definitely a heel. Because she was facing Zelina Vega, who was well up for a fight here. Because as soon as the bell went ding, 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 she hit the most devastating move in all of sports entertainment, the surprise roll up. And when that didn't work, she just booted the Empress of Tomorrow right in the face. Oscar didn't like that at all. So she held Zelina into Alan the announce tape. And I was like, ah, oh, here we go. And for some reason, Vega these days is just Rey Mysterio. Because she hit the 619, she got the Meteora, but of course, Oscar kicked out. And I was like, honestly, if Oscar had have lost this match, I would have had a meltdown. It basically just pissed off Oscar too, and she applied the Oscar lock and she got the win. And we found out that she is going to be taking on Bianca Belair at Night of Champions. Look into my eyes. If for some reason Oscar doesn't win this, it's going to be absolutely nonsensical now because you turn heel and you still fail. Because she is a bad guy, she refused to release the submission hold, which is when Bianca Belair came out with probably the worst save attempt I've ever seen. Because she did break up the hold, but then Oscar was like, all right, and she spat the mist right in her face. So I was like, that is two for two. Bianca, you're gonna have to start wearing sunglasses. The real problem with this fight is that it doesn't actually feel like it is time for Belair to lose the championship, whereas Oscar needs to win it. And it still feels kind of directionless. This worries me. However, I am a positive Pete, and this was all fine, and it does feel like we're building to something. So let's throw our faith into it and give it a lap. When the Grayson Waller effect came to SmackDown, what a world. And why WWE is obsessed with talk shows, I don't know. Because when we added them up a couple of weeks ago, we were almost at 20. And his guest was AJ Styles, which did make sense because one, they have history down in NXT, but also two, AJ is about to go for the brand new World Heavyweight Championship, which is a Raw title. <laughs> brand split is stupid. Finally, Styles was also allowed to address the fact that he has been injured for ages. And that's why he needs to win this title to get back in the game. And he needs it. <laughs> More than oxygen. And I was like, Styles, you don't mean that because this is how it would go. I regret it. I regret it. Give me the I need the breath. AJ also mentioned the fact that Seth Rollins, who is fighting at Night of Champions for this prize, is currently filming on the brand new Captain America movie, which is true, by the way, so more power to him, as he promised to win the gold. Now, Grayson Waller didn't agree with this. He thought Seth Rollins was going to be victorious. So do you know what they did? They stood up. This is Paige, the co-host of Giggly Squad, and I want to tell you about a company that I've been loving, Olive and June. Olive and June gives you everything that you need for a salon-quality manicure in one box. And if you break it down, it really comes out to $2 a manicure, which 
is absolutely insane. It's also so easy to get salon-worthy nails at home with Olive and June. The difference between how your nails used to look when you did them yourself and now with the Manny system is a complete game changer. The best thing about Olive and June, too, is it's a quick dry. Dries in about one minute, lasts for five days, and full coverage in up to one to two coats. Visit oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. That's oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. Before we go any further, though, this show is sponsored by BetterHelp. Now, we all carry around different stresses. They can be big life worries or just, you know, little things like your favorite wrestler not being used properly. The thing is, when we keep them bottled up, it really can start to affect us negatively. Therapy is a safe space to get things off your chest and to figure out how to work through whatever is weighing you down. It is really helpful, too, for learning positive coping skills and how to set boundaries. Therapy basically empowers you to be the best version of yourself. So why not give better help? a try. It's entirely online, designed to be convenient, flexible, and best of all, suited to your schedule. Get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit betterhelp.com slash whatculture today to get 10% off your first month. That's betterhelp, H-E-L-P.com slash whatculture. Looked at each other. So I did think that this was a little bit disappointing. I think we could do loads more with Grace and Waller, especially because this may not be going anywhere for reasons we will get into in around about five minutes. However, Grayson is great. AJ Styles is phenomenal. It is his name. So I am going to give it an up and hope that it leads somewhere. But yeah, we can definitely do more than this. It just kind of felt like a skit that WWE would always do. We were then backstage with the LWO, as I swear they said they're going to let every single Latino on the planet know what the Latino World Order stands for. I was like, well, you're not going to have any time for wrestling. That's going to take years. Rey Mysterio also promised that they will defeat the Usos later. And really, anybody that cares for Jimmy and Jay probably should have gone let them win, man. Otherwise, they're going to die. When we found out we had a brand new tag team. The Street Profits came out to fight LA Knight who had a microphone. He was like, listen, Angelo Dawkins and Montez Ford, I think you're goobers and I could beat you with anyone, which is why I chose Rick Boogs. I was like, that is like taking a pencil into a knife fight. You may think you're going to win, but be smart with it. That's not fair as well because I love Boogs. I think he's awesome as he was here because he just kept running the Street Profits down. I mean, he was curling human beings at one point and I looked this up on Google that's not meant to be a thing anytime he did do this too LA Knight would tag in and get some shots in there because he was like oh, I'm the best 
But ultimately, the Street Profits got in there, Angelo Dawkins kicked some ass, Montez Ford kicked some ass and he did some incredible dives. He hit the big old splash onto Boogs and he got the one, two, three. And I was like, what is going on here? As it turned out, WWE just wanted to run this story and fast forward because straight away La grabbed Rick, pretended to hug him, dropped him on the floor and they coexisted for all of three minutes. The thing is though, is that I really like Rick Boogs and I really like LA Knight. They should be featured on TV more. So if that's a way to do this, and I'm a happy panda, and I feel warm and fuzzy in my tum-tum. Also, make sure you write it down. As soon as Knight's entrance music hit, he got a massive pop. And when he was doing his promo, everybody said his catchphrases. So he should probably win Money in the Bank. Just saying, I look forward to this. Up. Cameron Grimes was then being interviewed by Megan Morant, and of course he said he's going to do great as he shoots for the moon. He likes saying those kind of things. When we cut to carrying cross... This ties into what I was talking about earlier. Because he was here with Scarlett as he was mucking around with his tarot cards and all of a sudden, da, 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 he found one with AJ Styles' face on it. So now he has decided to feud with AJ Styles. So what the flub, ate the card, does that mean for Grayson Waller? Now I do have to say this carrying gimmick is hilarious because you don't need any story. <laughs> all you need to do is go, oh, spooky wookie cards and put whoever you want on it and then whoopsie daisy, away you go. But look. AJ Styles versus Karrion Cross will probably be good. And maybe it's a three-way with Grayson. I honestly have no idea. We had more Get the NXT Superstars over this. Because here came Isla Dawn and Alba Fire. They were taking on two people that had never featured on WWE before. So, of course, they won this in around one minute. They hit that double face buster. One, two, three, and we were done. Now, we very swiftly moved on from this. You probably could argue, why did these guys stay in NXT to get a few more reps and a bit more experience? But they are good, and they do have something. It's like everybody that gets called up. you just got to have a plan, and you've got to have a story. So really, this was much of nothing. We need some kind of middle in between ups and downs. They're quite like the average point. That just sounds mean. So I'm going to give it an up, because I think they're a good tag team. Let's hope they don't disappear from TV. Where is Tegan Knox? And then WWE... <laughs> forgot what they'd done in the past. Because we learned that due to the severity of Liv Morgan's injury, Raquel Rodriguez is no longer part of the Women's Tag Team Champions. I was like, how did that happen so fast? Instead, we're going to get a fatal four-way match. Rodriguez is going to have to find a mystery partner. And whoever wins that is the brand new champions. What? Raquel was then being interviewed and she was like, oh, I'm so sad about this. As you would be when Bailey and Io Sky interrupted. And now next week, we're going to do a tag team match. We'll find out who Rodriguez's new friend is, and then, yeah, we'll get to the Fatal 4-Way and Damage Controller in it. So are Chelsea Green and Sonya Deville, who just lost, and Ronda Rousey and Shayna Baszler. That's why I think this all ties in. Because Ronda is good to go again, so WWE obviously wants to make her and Shayna the tag team champions. But apparently Rousey wants to go and do other things soon after her WWE run, which is fine. She's allowed to do that. So we are just speeding through it. And I do have to say, it just makes the women's championships feel like nobody cares about them and people should really care about them. So I am going to give it a down. I actually think it will balance out in a few weeks. But to do it this quick and just haberdashery, not the right word. Well, I didn't like it. Austin Theory was then given a microphone and told, go out there and talk. Which was kind of needed because he feels a little bit lost at the moment. He said that everybody knows who he is, which is not true because if I asked my nan, she definitely wouldn't. And he's sick of the fact that Bobby Lashley and Sheamus seem to be obsessed with him. Mostly because last week they beat him up. He has much more in common with the Irishman though because they both beat John Cena. I was like, oh my gosh, thank goodness he says it. Why aren't we blowing this trumpet more? Austin Theory should always be talking about the fact that he did beat Big Match John. 
And now it kind of feels like an afterthought. I don't get it. Apparently Seamus must have heard this from the back and he didn't appreciate it. So he got the audio guy to hit this music. He walked to the ring. He bro-kicked Austin. And then he just left. I was like, yeah, can't argue it. It was pretty good. It also probably means that for the US Championship, we will get Austin Theory versus Seamus. And I like that too. I mean, I'd still rather Seamus got that intercontinental title he so desperately craves. But I just like the Irishman. I can't help it. He has had a banner year. Beats Austin Theory, I don't think I'd actually mind. Paul Heyman was then speaking to the Usos and basically said, listen, Roman forgives you, he understands. So Jimmy and Jay were like, well, is he going to be at ringside later? And Paul was like, no, you're only taking on the LWO and the head of the table thinks you should beat them quite easily. Ruh-roh. Now, Jimbo and JJ did not look happy about this at all, but honestly, the seeds we are planting here and just the structures that we are building. When we get to this main event, it was absolute fire too. So I'm just giving a round of applause for the bloodline. It's the story that keeps on giving. And they had a mini meltdown before all of this because WWE announced that we are going to get the KO show next week. I was like, oh my gosh, it's another talk show. When it was Santos Escobar and Rey Mysterio taking on the Usos. And seriously, you've got to check this out. Because not only did we get some exceptional wrestling and some exceptional storytelling, but all the character work here was so damn fantastic. Especially because the Usos lost. No. Reigns and Solo were watching this from the back as well, which was good because the Usos got on the front foot. But basically, this was wrestling tennis as we went back and forth and we back and forth. And as Jimmy and Jay kind of lost control of it, you could just see the look on their skulls. They were absolutely terrified. Rey Mysterio eventually got the hot tag as Jimmy Uso freaked out because he was like, oh man, no, Roman is actually going to decapitate me. So he tried to calm that down. But Mysterio's on a roll right now. He was able to get the 619, but just when he went to the top rope, he got cut off. So instead, Jay Uso took that place. He hit the splash of his own. And honestly, the near fall and that one-two kick out, I bought it. It actually looked like Jimmy and Jay were about to win as well. When Kevin Owens walked out here, he cast the distraction. Sami Zayn was there too. He just pushed an Uso off the top rope, which meant Ray hit the 619. Santos hit the big splash and the LWO <laughs> beat Jimmy and Jay Uso. And I searched my feelings and even I had the fear. The last thing we also saw on SmackDown was Roman Reigns sitting backstage looking like he was about to explode. So this was a fantastic SmackDown that has got me so damn invested in that pay-per-view premium live event, even though we still kind of just mucking around with the same kind of characters we always do. So this is getting an up. SmackDown is getting an up. I just absolutely love it. They're just on the ball right now, WWE having a great time. Now, please do leave a comment below and let me know what you thought about last night's episode of SmackDown. Like the video, share the video, and subscribe. Follow us on social media at WhatCultureWWE and SideMiller316. And there's videos on the screen, some of which could be ups and downs. I'd appreciate the support. My name is Simon for WhatCulture. Thank you very much for joining me as always. Now to do Rampage ups and downs and get ready to wrestle. What a weird life I lead. Goodbye. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns.